Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. What is up, little biscuits and sun-dried tomatoes? It's your boy, Eddie Collins. Yeah, this is Justin Brown. And we are meeting Paco Niggas Spoiling Movies. But we're not really spoiling this this amazing 1998 action comedy buddy cop movie, Rush Hour. But to help us break it down, incredible guest, known her a long time, one of our favorites in regards to the comedy world and also acting and everything, Abby Crutchfield. How you doing? Thank you very much. You can't spoil something that everyone has seen. Exactly. Exactly. I, well, I hope that everybody's seen this film. If you haven't seen it, well, see, the funny thing is I hadn't seen it in a while, so I rewatched it, and I loved it so much more because it's been, yes. like, over a decade since I've seen it. So I'm oh, like, wow. I was very tenderhearted toward Jackie Chan's character, even the dad and the daughter dynamic. Now mm-hmm. that I have a kid, yeah. I was just like, save her. Yeah, there's some <laughs> real stakes in this, too. Like, when they abduct that girl, I remember in the theater being like, damn. And, like, as an adult, you're like, damn, <laughs> damn, because they kill it's people. Like, <laughs> it's like Runaway Train. You remember that music video? They used to scare us as runaway teens train. and tweens. Runaway Run train. train, never going back. I, Soul Asylum sang it. If you watch that oh, video at an impressionable okay. age, you would see this guy pull a 12-year-old into a van, and she's screaming just like the girl in Rush Hour. She's yeah. like, See, the only I don't uh, remember this music video. Yeah, I don't remember it's that. It's scary. It's about <laughs> it's child abduction. Runaways <laughs> getting abducted. The only uh, okay. Soul Asylum song I remember is uh, they did Run, right? Or is that Collective Soul? That no. must be Collective Soul. So, oh, okay. So I'm mixing up groups. Yeah, so I'm, was, was Soul Asylum like a rock are. group? Were they like... What's the name? Yeah, they were alternative, but what's the name of the group that's like... Remember that? Oh, uh... <laughs> Oh, bare naked oh, ladies. Oh, oh. no, but it sounds like them. No, they're more <laughs> soft rock, but their name I think has soul in it too. There, there's Blessed Union of Souls. Everybody yeah. had soul in the name yep, yep. in the 90s. I just love that invitation though. I kind of just want to listen to Abby just recite stuff. Songs <laughs> Abby, are 90s. you originally from Michigan too? <laughs> I'm from Indiana and it's practically the same thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Close enough. Once she says soul asylum. I was at a show last night and I was like, uh, I'm from Indiana. And someone goes, woo. And I was like, you too. And she's like, Michigan. I'm like, that's not, I mean, yeah. Okay. Close enough. Yeah. (laughs) We uh, go to Target for fun. We eat at Applebee's. (laughs) Midwest represent. Yep. Uh, So Abby, you know, what uh, made you choose Rush Hour? Uh, Was it like a nostalgia thing? Was it? Rush Hour because it's comedy and I'm a comedian. I yes. I remember it at the time being feeling really cool, but I couldn't tell you why. I think because Chris Tucker was having a moment. He was in Fifth Element yeah. around that time. And Jackie Chan is just cool to me. He's like, you know, yeah. our yeah. our uh, generation's, um, not Jet Li, that he came later, but he, uh, Bruce Lee. He's yeah, like Bruce, our yeah. generation's Bruce Lee. Among other famous whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, I, well, I guess he... he People he known like, in film for fighting, choreography, comedy. Stunts, I don't yeah. know. He's, he's yeah. his own special thing, but he's also... And he's so good. So I think um, just, yeah, for the nostalgia of loving Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, I wanted to see it again. 
fair. It's like, oh, I know. I watch this for me. This is the podcast. I just wanted to watch this <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like now that we have Tubi and other stream free streamings, you know, you have to put up with 20 commercials, but you get to see movies you haven't yeah. seen in years. Yeah, yeah. Tubi is uh, something special. It is, when especially when it comes to black content. Special when it comes to black. But like this was on HBO Max, and um, yes, you know, for me, I was happy to see this one because I try to like block out that there's a rush hour two and three because they just were not as great, even though they have mm-hmm. bigger budgets. But this mm-hmm. one made me laugh so many times. Still, like I was texting Justin earlier when Chris Tucker tracks down Jackie Chan on that bus. And he's like, did I tell you the way in the car? What the hell are you doing on this bus? <laughs> like, he does, yeah. He has a lot of those, like, they feel like ad-libs, but he yeah. also reminded me of early Eddie Murphy. And Ooh, I don't yeah. know if that was yeah, intentional. Go. Yeah. But in a good way of like, oh, this is like, we don't get to see Eddie yeah. Murphy be like this anymore. So this is really yeah. fun to see this young man do this. And uh, yeah, and I'm thinking about how young he is there. Yes. And, you know, I was, great. I think, yeah, yeah. And Ethan has a moment where, when he's learning how to use the gun, Jackie Chan's teaching him, and he finally gets it down. He has moments of like, I'm a superhero, not a superhero, yeah. but I'm an action hero, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not just the comic relief, he's a leading man type in certain moments in that film. Yeah. I did laugh, like, there's so many times though I laughed really hard, like, at his just comic timing. And then, when, it, like, even when he's like, the guys have him in the Chinese restaurant, they're like, oh, FBI. He's like, no, not FBI. I'm a security guy, I work at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> He will tell you all throughout the film who he is not. He's like, I'm not Jesse Owens. I'm not uh, Sky Cab. He has so many of those lines of who he's not. It's so good. One of my one of my favorite lines uh, from this movie is is when like you know he's sitting there. He's like, all right, me and you. And the guy kicks him in the face. He goes, which one of y'all kicks me in the face? <laughs> That's probably in the trailer too. That's such yeah, a great physical. That's a. Gig or uh, uh, gag, and then another guy says, "Me, I did it!" Yep. Like immediately after, and he's like, "Okay, he's, come on." Yeah, he's like, like, "Okay." Um, yeah, he just wants to the, know who the was. biggest one of all of them. Yeah. That, <laughs> that line apparently comes. Uh, UVA found this in her research. It comes from the movie Seven Samurai from 1954, in which a drunk oh. samurai gets hit on the head with a stick and says, "Which one of you hit me?" Oh, that's great. Okay, that's who I'm. That's who I'm dealing with first. <laughs> I mean, then he I does the know. side punch. And like, yeah, and he gets in the he face. Gets, he gets. <laughs> he does. He gets some good licks in before yeah. he just totally loses. Exactly. But oh, so and the best one in that scene, they're in a Chinese restaurant. And they're upstairs in the the bad guys la- lair. Is they have their hands crossed together and they're still oh, fighting, yeah, yeah. you know? Oh and, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, so, yeah. It's choreographed so nicely. It's almost like a dance. It's so good. I did love though that when Jackie Chan accidentally like throws a uh, Chris Tucker's gun out the window, and then when they're outside after the kitchen explodes, he's like, he's like, then you threw the gun out the window, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what were you doing? But that's just the thing. He's, uh, I was realizing this when I watched it, but he Jackie Chan's character is not full of bravado and trying he's just trying to get a job done Mm -hmm. and so even in the pool hall when he starts getting attacked he's very apologetic every time he has to hit somebody he's like i'm just here to i'm just here to meet my friend you know i don't want trouble i don't want trouble (laughs) oh he doesn't want trouble and so um even though he says this abby what's up my nigger that's what gets him in trouble that's the problem for someone who doesn't want none well, he, he sure he, started he, some stuff. No, that it's funny because that scene in the restaurant, I didn't realize up until the time I, you know, watched this, you know, yesterday, was the fact that Chris Tucker, up until that point, he didn't know that he could fight like that because uh, he had not mean? actually seen he'd had not seen 
Well, I mean, well, uh, oh, uh, the character. You know that's why that the man character. got hired for the job. Yeah, no, but yeah, but that's the thing. It's like he he actually never saw him actually fight until he came to that restaurant, and then okay. he starts beating all those guys up, and then he like he has his look on his. He's just like, whoa! Oh, <laughs> his character it was, it doesn't just, know that he can unleash that. You're right. I yeah, forgot so about like, that. It's, so if you if you're watching it and you look at his face, it's like this cool discovery moment for that character. It's like, oh, this guy's a fucking beast. And right, then he right. starts fighting along with them. But it's just that's like, how he earns his cool respect thing. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then they become friends when they're listening to uh, a song More, outside yeah. by the car. I love <laughs> I love their relationship. Like I, Carter and uh, and Lee, I love their relate. Like their dynamic is just great. It's like, um, you know, in both the first and second one, it's a fish out of water type of situation, too. Yeah. And just like uh, when, you know, Lee pretends like he doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And stuff. So Chris Tucker's just be ignorant, but then they eventually get to a place where Chris Tucker's talking to him about like his father being a cop and like how he died, like because some dude didn't want to go to jail, um, and, and stuff like that. And like there was like some very sweet moments between them. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember this movie also being like a little bit of an emotion, like having some emotional beats here. You're like, kudos to you, right? They, yeah, they they are so likable on their own. You want them to get together. It feels so heartwarming mm. when they finally do bond over something and then work together. And I think that's why that fight scene where they're holding hands. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why they're joined at the hand, but it just ends up working out nicely. <laughs> also, yeah, there's, there's, I feel like we've gone out of order because we didn't take it from the top. But one thing I realized while watching this was, um, what was it about Jackie Chan's character? Oh, are they trying to have us the audience, the American audience, believe that the way police work in China is that they are all trained in martial arts. Yes, yes, okay. very much so. Yeah, or is that much. just a trope of kung fu? No, films they like all like flip. Say. They all like can do the kicks. They all and know how yep. to do it. <laughs> well, no, it, it's, it's not even just police work. Everybody, it's the bad guys, <laughs> and the police. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Well, I mean, but I, I guess if you're putting it in perspective, it's like those, like the gangs. You know, in the right. Eastern world, yeah. a lot of them do have uh, martial arts roots. So like and those guys are, you know, they're walking around like Japan. They're walking around with the fucking swords and shit like that. You wow. know, that's not somebody like you. You can't be some thug. Just pull out a sword. No, that's <laughs> heavy. You're going to do yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if that was like, oh, is this a movie trope or is this somehow linked to real life? So, yeah, that that makes sense that that, you know, like thuggish culture it's kind of like do they assume over abroad like outside of the united states that everybody owns a gun and uses a gun and the answer is yes mm. <laughs> no Pretty, just our students yeah. no oh, um Jesus. i'm not look <laughs> it's political <laughs> now <laughs> like i've hijacked we just give this. them to the children we don't we don't bother with them yeah. i actually yeah i don't own a gun nor have i seen but every single movie i've ever seen in my life made in america seems to feature guns all guns so it's like i don't ever question it and they're dancing with guns like chris Tucker at the beginning when he blows up a car in the middle of like hollywood boulevard and shit right and he starts breaking wow. out to michael jackson <laughs> right he does do that he's very proud of himself Which and is- he's considered like a you know a wild one they're like ah you went too far and he's like y'all remember when chris tucker and michael jackson were really close friends and like i saw chris tucker at the michael jackson tribute concert at msg and then he did like think about where chris tucker's fandom for michael jackson went from that this moment of rush hour to when he's testifying on michael's trial (laughs) about i I didn't know he testified in the Mm -hmm. trial i remember Mm -hmm. he was i've never seen him touch no kids (laughs) <laughs> do you know I'm, you understand that that's michael jackson 
<laughs> I don't. I haven't even seen the movie that the victims made about him. And I believe them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's so yeah. it's been there. The breadcrumbs have been there for so long. But um, so it's hard for me to enjoy a lot of songs. I can listen to the Jackson five. No problem. But when, when his voice can starts changing, though, I'm just like, like, I feel like it's tough to even enjoy the Jackson five. Like, because you think about they, they were all getting their ass beat by Joe. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It's like this, you know, it this is a whole though. other conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's layers right. upon layers. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, that's a different type of rush hour we're talking <laughs> and about. And this is true. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, something I was thinking of, and Ali says it in the chat. And excuse me if I'm saying it wrong. It could be Ali. It's could Ali, be Ali. Yeah, yeah. Ali, thank you, Ali. Um, said he's in the music video Butterfly. That's when I realized they had that connection. Like I didn't. I just thought he was doing a funny Michael Jackson tribute dance in the film. But when he was in that video, I thought, oh, they must have a real relationship because oh, they yeah. just keep. You know, the, he the was funny in the "You Rock is... My World" video, and he's on the song too, and everything. There's like a whole. Oh, really? So he's in yeah. Butterfly. Yeah, "Rock My World" is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, I forgot about. I didn't know. He I think he was all over that album. Yeah, he, with Michael. yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was in a few of them. So he's the, doing the, the backup thing... vocals, and nobody knew. <laughs> <laughs> When Michael was too uh, tired to do some of the lines, he would jump in. Hey, Chris, I'm going to tag you in. <laughs> just... I just think it'd be hilarious to be like to think of how Chris Tucker and Michael Jackson actually met. Like, Mike, like Chris Tucker's doing a show and Michael Jackson just rolls up. He's like, hey, I really love your comedy. And then they just like, it's it just. That's like, how he meets I, I just everybody. I know how that happens. <laughs> he, a very small voice comes out of nowhere and gives you a kind word. Yep. And you turn around and it's Michael Jackson. I, I also heard that like randomly people used to just get calls for Michael Jackson. I mean, that's any or, like I think that's any. Or famous. the impressionists. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. Right? <laughs> how do you know? It's not. How do you know it wasn't Justin Brown calling you? <laughs> but I think that's I just like know. certain uh, famous magician, like musicians, like uh, not magicians. Uh, that'd be <laughs> weird. Uh, because I just recently heard a story about Quest uh, from Questlove about uh, Prince, and apparently Prince would like pop up at places too. But the, right. even. <laughs> This is like a really off the wall story, but apparently when um Control I believe came out by Janet Jackson, Chris uh, Prince was so like like a, a, like enthralled, but also like pissed off by how great that album was. Apparently he mm -hmm. drove up to the main producer's house and threw the record at the front door and drove off. Wow, <laughs> petty. That's petty Best. as fuck. Uh, <laughs> real quick, going back to Rush, that's out. very on brand. I want to shout out Elizabeth Pena, who, um, rest in yes. power, she's no longer with us, because her voice and just the way she carried herself, I was like, man, this is a sexy woman. And I was glad to be able to embrace that again, because I don't know if any of y'all ever seen Jacob's Ladder, but she has a really fucked up scene in that movie that mm -mm. like terrified me from looking at her for like a long is time. Is that a thriller or a horror film, Jacob's Ladder? I know. I yeah. should know, but I don't. Yeah, you I don't watch horror. It's, it, I, if you don't watch horror, Abby, I would now recommend it. That, I still think about that, and I'm shuddering. Like the last one I saw was Candyman. I was like, oh, the new one. <laughs> that was my cutoff. It was at a slumber party, and I was like, I, I have to sleep. Oh no, you talking about the life. original? Well, I mean, the original Candyman was cutting off dicks. So, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Dang. yeah. You don't remember I that? that part you, out? Yeah, yeah, Abby. Yeah. that part out. Yeah, and, and we're talking about pre-pubescent dicks. Like, no, little boy, no. yeah, he, he's wow. crazy. We can't get away from this theme. Can we leave the little children <laughs> yeah, yeah. alone? We, we got we to go with <laughs> Let's talk about, uh, I, I was about to say Chris Tucker, and I'm like, that could go into Michael Jackson. Let's talk about Tom Wilkinson. Wilkinson, he, the, the main okay. bad guy, who Junot, Junto, like the main criminal on the world. Juntao. 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 I did not make that connection. Is Juntao a fake name? Or is that the name of an underlord no one ever knew was secretly this British dude? I think that's what it was, the latter. Okay. 
he yeah. he gave it's kind of like when walt walter white gives himself the name uh Heisenberg, he, heisman or something heisenberg yeah <laughs> I'm Heisenberg. the one who Heisman. Heisenberg. <laughs> Heisenberg, yeah. So he created this mythical character called <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Can people do people end up watching the show? I've I've only listened to Medium Popcorn, but if people can watch it, I just did the the Heisman Trophy pose. They did it themselves, them. Abby. They're, you're you're in tune with our audience. They they know All what right. time it is. They already uh, got it. But yeah, I mean, so my impression was that uh, Jun Tao was like a uh, running shit in uh, in in Hong Kong, and then that's like the whole criminal operation. And then the consulate was able to kind of fuck with him unknowingly and get all this art stuff. And like that's why like he was all pissed off about. That's why he targeted the daughter. He's like, how can I get to this guy? Oh, I know him so well. We'll kidnap his daughter. Or whatever. That's the, yeah, it was so confusing. I mean, it's a great twist, a plot twist to think that the the close friend of the person is actually, you know, the kidnapper, but and the the, the crime boss, underlord, spoiler. But uh, what was the motive again? You just said because he really valued this artwork or the money. Well, it's always about money. Uh, yeah, it was about money because what did he ask for? Uh, Fifty million dollars. That's what Chris Tucker says. Fifty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, then he raises it to seventy. Chelsea Clinton. just for just for talking too much. <laughs> That I mean that line I remember in the theater that like killed, even yeah. though it's in the trailer. That that line killed and like I was like, damn, this guy's got something. It's well, such a then, it's such an unheard of number for people like yeah, us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then also you know even like in the bloopers where he can't get it right, Chelsea Carter and it's just like I'm like what? He, yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah. Who'd you kidnap? Chelsea killed. Clinton? He can't get. It. He calls her Chelsea Grammer at some point. <laughs> yeah, the bloopers Chelsea are so Grammer. good. And I don't remember seeing too many movies that have bloopers like that. Yeah. You know, like that also stood out to me as like having all those bloopers. Especially with, with Chan. Yeah, especially with the stunts. Yeah, like you were saying, like because when he's like falling and stuff, you're like, like that well, if, if you've ever, you know, like Jackie Chan films, he always puts the bloopers in there of the stunts because he does all of his stunts. So, mm-hmm. but like there's, they're like, like so Jackie Chan's uh, uh, blooper stunt, uh, stunt reel is like legendary because like when he's like really gotten hurt. He mm. keeps all of that in there because, oh like, I know there he was takes a, some bumps. Oh yeah, like there, I think there's a I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's one where he like had to get airlifted out, and like that's in there. Like he Ooh. does not. He like he puts it. He he he. he I don't want to see that. Dang, Jackie. Yeah, ja- Jackie. He, he's, a, he's a tough dude. Yeah, he is, and uh, yeah, and he's he's doing it all, which is great. It makes you. Uh, it, it's it's not fun because you, I one of the things I like to look for in a stunt person is like their wig or how they are a different. <laughs> they have more broad shoulders than the actual star. But in this one, it's like full face. He's you see his face in every single move, so that yeah. you know it's gonna be him. So um, Uvia put in the chat that uh, Jackie Chan almost died. Uh, in this movie, I don't know the, the, that story. I bet he almost dies in every movie. That's that's true. Yeah, I would say. Tell us, Yuvia. Yuvia, we need you. We need you to jump on mic and tell what. How did that, how did this happen? Do you know the story? Yeah, I, I'm I'm finding it a trivia. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing though to note about Jack Chan and like his stunts and stuff. After fin- filming and editing was complete, a rough test cut was shown to audiences who wanted more Jackie Chan action scenes. So the uh-huh. crew went back for more filming and added the scene where Chan fights uh, multiple bad guys during the closing confrontation and the giant base scene, uh, which was a lot of fun. Oh. And that's like just oh, physical yeah. comedy. Like he's so good at that. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Like the time any you have to have. Any excuse to, yeah, any excuse to have a, a fight scene. I look for that in TV shows now too. I don't. I can't think of one that comes to mind. 
the only thing that comes to mind is justified where the thing you look forward to is him having a showdown like a to, to face off because he's the quick draw this mm. character mm. played by timothy Oliphant. so anyway uh you're i'm always like where are they gonna do the the showdown like how because they always edge one in and so i look for that in yeah in action shows and even in a show where like you know someone's gonna outsmart the killer it's like where's the big twist coming like colombo at the end so uh so yeah for this the way they could fit them all into this film is always yeah you don't see them coming they're just great yeah they're bringing that back right in a house you justified. justified they're bringing that back right for the like uh miniseries like Ooh, i think it takes place I didn't in detroit know that. yeah yeah quentin That's tarantino's great. involved in it too like uh tarantino yeah it's it's a <laughs> yeah, whole they're thing gonna I say like... they're 20 times at least yeah. uh, every other minute uh, <laughs> there's did no you, black uh, people unjustified how are they gonna <laughs> well did you, oh, did you watch the series? someone's gonna say the n-word anyway because <laughs> they had a few like black they were usually bad guys unjustified um like i don't yeah i do remember actually yeah some crime bosses were there yeah, the guy with the gator like there was like a whole thing yes um, yes 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 but yes. i think i love uh, that show i did they love that show gator too. lou <laughs> gator lou yeah <laughs> But uh, I remember, like, in the, there was a villain. Um, he was, like, this really creepy white dude. He had, like, the side piece on his arm. Okay. Like, it was season three, I think, he's the main villain of Justified. Uh-huh. And I yeah. remember, like, See, he... You know, the funny thing is, when you say side piece, I just think that he's got some oh, like random a, like girl. A very small <laughs> woman hiding up under his arm. Oh, no, he actually <laughs> was, like, locking some young man in a room and, like, doing things. It was kind of oh, creepy. Lord. Oh, okay. But he that had, is okay. a bad villain. Yeah, and but he, we're right back to the And Michael we're on Jackson. theme. There we go again. All right, Leave so the kids Jackie, alone, Brandon. Jackie Chan almost died filming a scene in which he was crushed, <laughs> almost crushed by metal boxes. They slammed together about a quarter of a second after his head was cleared oh my gosh Ooh. that's awful that would have been so disgusting yeah that would have oh, squashed his head like a watermelon ew so and you, he would have been so proud yeah. he died yeah, right? doing what he loved and brent Randall's career would have like... been over before uh you know it got canceled uh, several years later why did his career get canceled because i oh, i can't remember his bad headlines do you remember so it better not have to do with what i, I think <laughs> what it was a homophobic i think it was homophobic social media posts okay if serves he, correct Man, um, when Twitter used to burn people. <laughs> well, I, yeah, because I ha- I think it happened. Yeah, so it happened with the year that Eddie Murphy was supposed to host the Oscars. I don't know if y'all remember this. Brett yeah, Rander, Brett <laughs> Brett Rander just done a uh, Tower Heist with Eddie, and mm-hmm. somehow yeah. like they like the Academy negotiated. He was gonna, Brett Rander was going to produce the Oscars, and Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. like they booked him to host. And right, then like right. I guess there was a lot of research into his history and his past, and also he had said some kind of crazy things about like Olivia Munn and like like just other mm-hmm. actresses that he supposedly. I'm gonna dig into with. the Google and yeah, find out and what these stories were because like, I missed them. He lost too. everything immediately, and then Eddie Murphy like because he's just like, well, I don't want to deal with this controversy, and also I can I can quit. Like before it starts, so he just—he is not a out. fan of drama. He yeah, does he not just, like the drama. Yeah, he's like, I'm good. I'm like, I don't need to do this. And I was like, Damn! He it. is so good at stepping away yeah, when, even if he's like embroiled in something himself, he he yeah. says nothing. It's like you're not gonna hear it from me. I don't know because what you want. this is way off from him returning to SNL and stuff like that. So I'm like, I need to see Eddie Murphy on stage doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, please. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when right. he dropped out, I was like, Fuck you, Brent Radner. <laughs> I know. I, I I was so excited for that. I was like so excited for that. And like th- that still haunts me to this day that we were this close. Yeah, we were this close. Oh, he could come back, you know. But I, I don't know if yeah. we're ever gonna get Kevin Hart because he left us for a similar reason. He yes. had some old tweets that yep. were inappropriate and actually old material and stand-up special. And then he went on like a non-apology tour, I think, and just saying how like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shisty it was. Like you guys can't can't blame me for that old stuff. 
Yeah. And everybody's like, seven, no, you're supposed to apologize, ago. sir. Yeah. So he, he didn't host. He, yeah. he recused himself. I don't think they asked him not to host, did they? I think he just said, I'm not going to I host. think he dropped. Well, I think it was Eventually mutual. he dropped out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they probably they, said, if you make a statement like this, we'll let you still host. And he's like, don't you're not going to let me do anything. Yeah, yeah but I think I he assume. also I, I I believe that he is the kind of person to have people around him being like, even if you like apologize, they still might fire you. So just quit. <laughs> you know, what I mean, yeah. um, I don't know. It's so ego yeah. driven, you know, like, can't yeah. you just take the L? He did want to do it though. That's the thing is like, there's very few comedians that like are like, I want to host the Oscars. And Kevin Hart is like, I want to host the Oscars. I'm like. Right, yeah, buddy. he was so likable. I think I think it would have went off great. Maybe he still could. You never know. But to that point, we're talking about Eddie and Kevin Hart. This is the time, especially like in the '90s, when there was only one black comedian that could be the person, mm-hmm. right? Like there was a period where it was like Chris Tucker. Um, before that, what was it? Uh, like maybe Marlon? No, before that Will would Smith? be. Oh, well, you mean comedians? Yeah, yeah. I think of stand up. Marlon's in there. Yeah, I think Marlon Wayans would be in there. No, or. Martin. It was Martin. Martin. Yeah, Martin that's right. Lawrence. It's yep, Mar- yep. Martin because it was Eddie before that, and then it's like no, first... it, no, it was Eddie. Then it was Damon Wayans. Then it was Mar. Then it was Martin. Mm. Uh, well, Martin and Damon Wayans, they were kind of crossing at the same time, for, for a bit. Yeah, yeah then I would put that in the same Lovett. era. Yes. Yeah. I just remember Meteor Chris Man. Lovett. I don't remember too many Damon Wayans. Oh yeah, <laughs> Robert Townsend. Yeah. Well, Robert oh, Townsend, I, like. <laughs> But Why Robert do I think he's a Wayans brother, Robert Townsend? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> well, you, geez, you know what it is? I think it's also because, like, you have the big star, and mm-hmm. then you have the guy, like, if big star goes away or something like that, then he steps up in. in. Mm-hmm. And that is so, like, it was Eddie and then Robert Townsend. But Robert Townsend never jumped to that level because he was kind of an old he, – he doesn't have, like, the, the um, I, I guess, the, the, the star appeal. Mm. And then – Damon you gotta Williams have reach. Was, right? You gotta have. That's why I want to do for uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Anything she can't make, or if like she asks for too high of a paycheck, I'll be like, I'll do it. I'm right there. <laughs> we already. You, the hairstylist, doesn't have to change because we have the yeah. same hair. <laughs> Plug me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be like, but who is your audience? And I'm like, I don't know. People on Twitter. It used to be in 2010. <laughs> but it's just so wild how like the industry does it. Like with especially with black comedians, it can only be one of us. It feels like all the time, like. And then, like, I think after uh, after Chris, it was Eddie Griffith for a second. Remember, he was, like, in everything. Like, it's so weird. But now, it's, like, obviously, there's, like, Eddie, a Eddie lot Griffin's, more. Eddie Griffin's, it was very uh, short-lived. Yes, yeah. His was very, very short-lived. Who's, who did the one with uh, Booty? Booty? Oh, Booty something. Call? That's Jamie. Booty. No, not Jamie Booty Fox, Call. Right? No, that's Bill Bellamy, wasn't it? Well, um, no, they, it, that was his joke that they turned. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez. You're, I'm bad at trivia. I'm okay at trivia because I remember really small details. But then, if you need me to like do Final Jeopardy, it's it's bad. So, so I'll stop which saying. Which is so references. wild because you brought up a Soul Asylum song earlier, which is like that's a deep pool. <laughs> oh yeah, the cuts. My cuts are very very deep. But if you're looking for like surface cuts, it's not going to work out. This is so crazy because I was almost going to forget this. Remember uh, when this movie came out? I used to watch music videos in the morning before I went to school. Can I get up? Would play every fucking morning at the top of every mm-hmm. hour. I love with that the song. Jay Z and Ja Rule. And I remember Ja Rule like this is back when he's still rapping like hardcore. He wasn't singing in the, in the shower yet, and <laughs> he's just like grab me with the Shanti. Shanti made him sing too much. I, I, in my as a kid, I thought he must be in love with Ashanti, so he sings so much because she sings so much. I but thought I the same thing. I thought I shipped like, them. 
they they did a Grease parody together where they're singing to each other. I'm like, oh, they like might <laughs> be they? in love. Yeah, like the your smile, your eyes, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but the but the can I get a can I get a what what? I only ever knew the censored version because I'd be listening to it Same. on the radio. Yep. So I do not know any a lot of whatever the 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 censored lyrics are. So I'm just singing it wrong. Oh, you Same with like a, um, you don't know it's can I get a fuck you, which I thought was very uh intense when i, I didn't even it. see i was like that doesn't even rhyme what and what rhyme <laughs> <laughs> if it was can i get an ff i'd be like okay that makes sense that's why can they replaced it with what what but i was like can i get an f you <laughs> i didn't like that as a kid yeah. i'm like bus pass she says bus pass or she says like she she she's before i throw that on your hus hat like they take the word mm-hmm. it's probably mustache i don't know but they they take the whatever the word is and they zoop, zoop, you know, like they do a little. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they little they, scribble, they, scrabble, they, dabble, and they just, uh, they and, just like, and then yeah, and and so I don't know what it is. Just like, um, is it worth it? Let me work it. And then she goes, it's your from a different You know what I mean? No, but that's that's it backwards. <laughs> that is that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never knew that until this year. <laughs> I feel, I feel but like I'm Abby saying and I when you hear something is a podcast where we just break down lyrics that we think. A song has. We really should. I'm gonna do it on my own podcast soon because it's like I get you know the lyrics what? wrong every time. You know what? It, this must be a um, you know, that middle America thing because Brandon is terrible. I mean, they're talking about me in the chat right now. This is, this is like, <laughs> like I feel like this is your podcast. Guy. <laughs> Wait, because why? Because you are he's good at the editing. No, or I'm that so bad. No, he's I'm, terrible. I'm so Me, bad. And at you lyrics. never edit yourself. Terrible. You will. You will just say the cuss word. Well, no, I'm just oh, bad no, at like, no, no. lyrics, re- reciting like lyrics and stuff. Like uh, for me, like it's I'm hard. thinking about can I get a. And I'm like, Ja Rule's like, can I, it ain't even a question. I'm a blow, blow, get a go. You're like, I don't know the lyrics. I'm just trying <laughs> to make, like, I remember one time, like, it made all my friends, like, and I'm sad that I'm going to say this again because they're going to go back, back to disrespecting me. But Can't there's wait. that T-Pain song, um, I'm going to buy you a drink. Uh, and I used to think he said, uh, uh, pork juice balls, Oakley shade. Like, Oakley shade. Like. But okay, it's instead actually, of Oakley shades, yeah. So it's Crunk Juice Bombs Oakley shades. Okay. And I used to think it was Pork Juice Balls. Like <laughs> Pork <laughs> Juice Balls. Because I used because T Pain is a big boy, so I thought he was hungry. <laughs> pork <laughs> Juice Balls Oakley shades. Oh cliche! He's so French. He's so cosmopolitan. Oh my! I God. think that's precious. I mean, that's the thing. We our brains make sense of it. To, to make it make sense and you know <laughs> i almost got fired do you remember what do you remember <laughs> what mace said on um uh the puff the when he was i think he was puff daddy he might have been p diddy but it was like um they sampled diana ross uh-huh oh yeah and uh more money and, more problems and, yeah that's more money more problems and then uh mace comes in he's like who that who hootie oh who hootie show who voted hootie you know like i don't know any of the words that mace says <laughs> i don't even know what song that is anymore. i think it's supposed to be more money more problems but i don't even think mace is up. you're right oh boy this this might be this might be something abby i don't know yeah it is gonna be a headache for a lot of people but we'll have fun brandon we'll do it all right so rush hour (laughs) (laughs) sorry justin i'm now gonna look up mace's lyrics just for fun just to see how off i was real quick you know just go back to jackie chan really quick 
So do yeah. you guys know how Jackie Chan really got put on in the business, though? Uh, no. no, no. So Jackie Chan was actually, a, he started as more of a stunt guy. Uh, but so he was in Enter the Dragon uh, mm, with, with Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Mm. And there's a scene in Enter the Dragon where Bruce Lee actually really hits Jackie Chan with the, with the stick. Uh-oh. And, and like he knocks him down, whatever. They continue the scene. And then once they call a cut, he runs over to him and he's just like, you know, you know, you know, apologizing and things like that. And the story has it. Jackie Chan told the story. Is like he's like he um he kind of played it up. He played it up. He's like it's Bruce Lee. You know what I'm saying? He's like he played like he, like he was more hurt than he actually was. And because of that, Bruce is like you know that guy's really tough and things like that. So he got a lot of respect. And then and then Bruce Lee dies. Everyone's looking for the next Bruce Lee. And then Jackie Chan, you know, he's his stock rose, which then helped him propel him into stardom. Nice. I love stories so, like that. Yeah. So he got he got the rub off of the guy, and then the guy dies, and then you know, then now he's the next he's the next one up. Oh. He said, "Put me in, Coach." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not that I wish exactly. any ill will to Tracy Ellis Ross. I hope she lives a long, <laughs> happy life. But I'm right here. <laughs> but if anything does happen, should anything happen, and <laughs> the off chance that, that she gets hit by a train, <laughs> <laughs> if pattern Abby's hair here. products need a CEO. Out there. <laughs> okay, we all know Puff Daddy goes on the D A D to the A to the D D Y. No, you'd rather see me die than see, see me fly. fly. Okay, now what does May say? Where is it? Now who's high? Who's not? Tell me who five? Who, who get out the juju job? Move to the I'm gonna make the base my buddy. Your money. Yes. Go sing base. The base nine twenty one there. Bye, but. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear was Brandon try to say the mace part because I couldn't even yeah. get the, 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 the syllables it's, down. It's not as but you easy. you got the syllables. Yeah, it's not as easy as Biggie because Biggie be declaring his verse. He's like, B-I-G, B-B-O, B. Yep, yep. D-E-A, federal ages, bad because of flagrant, deficit, and the phone in the basement. We all knew his lines. He was very clear. He enunciated. Yes, exactly. Speaking of mace, on the other hand. Speaking of enunciation, uh, according yes. to director Brett Ratner, this movie was the first film to be released in the U.S. featuring Jackie Chan in the English-speaking voice without any kind of dubbing. Um, before mm-hmm. this movie, Chan had always had his voice dubbed over in English-speaking roles because of uncertainty in speaking the language. But for this movie, Ratner convinced him to forego the dubbing as it would lend to the authenticity, authenticity of his character. Yes. Yeah. dubbing in a kung fu film would have been fun but i like it that he used his real voice and here's what i have to say about people with thick accents because they're always portrayed as not understanding they are mm. bilingual they speak more languages yep. than yep. you yep. it's like yeah. i don't even i can't even begin and you know how chris tucker had problems saying thank you in chinese at the end of, he's supposed to say like shush sure, sure, or something and i can't even do it right mm-hmm. and he and he messes <laughs> it up every time yeah this- so I mean, language can be complicated, y'all. Like, that's the thing is, like, you know, English word, like, words in general can be tough. You know, have some grace. I I feel like you're talking right now because you want people to, you know, give you a little bit of more a rope with your uh, bad English that you use on a daily basis or on this podcast. You know what's wild is that, like, I have to constantly remind uh, Tatiana that I once was like I went to school to be an English teacher. Like I was going to teach the youth <laughs> the language that I butcher so often. You have to bring it up. Are you like Yogi Berra? You just you just say the wrong word. <laughs> I I like I mix up a bunch of stuff. Wait, hold on. Constantly. Did you just say Yogi Berra? Yes, the, the baseball, baseball player, player, not the not the cartoon bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said Yogi Bear. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
That's what I thought. Hey, boo boo. Yogi Berra of a mess of words? Yes, he's well, he would mix metaphors. He was just known for oh, saying okay. the wrong thing, you know. He wouldn't say like Pacific for specific, but it would be similar to that. Okay. Yeah. It's I mean, like, you know what's ironic is like when I do drunk black history, that's usually when my words come together better. Like after I've had a few <laughs> drinks. I'm a little bit more articulate. So what you're saying is, Brandon, this podcast makes you worse. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's losing brain cells as he does every show. It's really sad. Some of the movies we watch, I get it. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's, this, is, this is a pleasant film to watch. Like, I had no issues rewatching this from start to finish. Because um, sometimes I, like, I'll, if it's a film I've seen several times, I'll just, like, skim it to be like, all right, where are some of the key parts I want to talk about? But this one, I'm just really? like, oh, I had a smile. From ear to ear, I'm like, I'm just gonna keep watching this. Like, even for the little girl singing Mariah Carey in the car, oh, so cute. To, that was like, great. You know, to like a uh, you know uh, Chris Tucker shaking down his his cousin <laughs> for information <laughs> and shit. You got your mama gave me this suit. Get out from my suit. It's my nicest suit. It's my favorite one. I'll see you at Christmas. Um, yes, I uh, I uh, thought it was so heartwarming. It's like a song. It's like you don't mm. want to fast forward through a song. You want to hear every word, and that's what this movie is. It's just a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. the second and the third one see this the second one i have seen them but i don't remember them at all oh wait no i want to jump into when he drops down the curtain that was the coolest part oh, what yeah. was your guys favorite part oh yeah oh, that's man. a good question i mean i did like in that scene when uh tom wilkinson's character clearly a stunt double that falls in the water uh, but falls, <laughs> and then Chris Tucker's just like oh you know he did <laughs> you know he did <laughs> which yeah, i was, I was... Like, would he be dead I was thinking yeah. that too. Well, yeah, the impact of the water is kind of like impact of concrete. They say, like, if you jump from high enough above water, the surface tension is like, well, so but you the, die before it, you break the water. Jesus. Well, I mean, it's also it's like it's not like he cut the water because that's mm-hmm. how you minimize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also like he like he like belly flops, so he's done. <laughs> but then beyond that, that's a fountain, so that's like this deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he died so twice. So he just hit the ground. It's a fountain. <laughs> He's not an stone. Olympic diving pool. I was I was thinking the same thing too. I was suspending disbelief, like, yeah. oh, are they gonna cut to him now? And then Chris Chris Tucker's like, no, nah, I don't know. He's yeah, dead. he just gets up out of words. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I I am I am surprised that that um the C4 vest didn't blow up. I mm. thought it was gonna blow up in the water too. Would have yeah. been a great little water explosion. No, Maybe it got in, diffused. Yeah, my, but in my mind. The C four in this movie, there there is a C, there, there is a big explosion, especially a movie like this, nineteen ninety eight. You're mm-hmm. waiting for the big explosion to happen, especially closer to the end. But the fact that it didn't happen, I was just like, oh, oh yeah, that didn't. Happen. <laughs> but in my mind, it was just like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a big explosion. Yeah. They had a couple pivotal explosions, yes. that were taking you by surprise in that film. So maybe they didn't want to overdo it. But third time's a charm. It would have been great. The third one, the last one. Yeah, the best. Rule three, rule three. Uh, oh, but you know why they couldn't, Justin? Is because uh, Elizabeth Pena finally showed that she learned from her bomb detonating oh, yeah, techniques. Yeah, yeah. Because so we had that she quick says, Roses scene. are red, violets yeah. are blue, sugar is sweet, and so are you. And then she clips so the right. Man, I could never do that job. <laughs> I was thinking about that movie because uh, Jeremy Renner just did an interview, you know, and I remember he was in that movie with uh, the bombs and shit. What was it called? Um, Hurt Locker? The Hurt Locker, the yeah. And, and, you know, I'm like, no, we all be dead. If y'all looking at me to cut the right wire, let's <laughs> say goodbye. Like, really you know soon. What? It's like the very first one. <laughs> yeah, the first I just immediately, it just is dead. But We're dead. It all, in all of these movies, do you guys realize that it, 
they always make it seem like the the right wire is just a random wire. Yes. Like they're always seem to just be picking between yeah. three wires. They're like, <laughs> which one like, could it I'm, be? Yeah, we're we're at one. It's just like it's like someone cut the green one. It's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's because no one has a monopoly on making the bombs. Everybody makes them from scratch. So mm. it's it's yeah. arbitrary which one is the the one wire that will save your life. They're I just think. lucky enough every single time to cut the right wire. They use some sense of logic and instinct, yeah. I think. They're like, oh, it's got to be this. I don't know. It seems like you you just look and see where it's connecting to. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like but, an AV jack. But that's hard, though, like, because, you know, you don't know people are being uh, tricksters with the wiring and stuff. Like, it's it's a whole <laughs> ordeal. Like, that's why like, it was funny when Carter went to grab the vest from her. And she's like, she said, uh, if you try to take it off, it's going to b- explode. He's like, all right, don't, 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 don't. Like, he, like his man yes. just like okay, broke. We're going to leave the vest on. We I think we should it. leave the vest on, yeah. <laughs> Change of plans. Uh, yeah. You asked um favorite scene. I feel like it might be the Chinese restaurant fight. It I think so that, good. or it's like when he's chasing uh uh, car, uh um Lee around Hollywood and like on the bus and stuff like that. Because that scene really right. did make me laugh really hard when he's like chasing after him and then he just jumps on the sign. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, he can't keep up with him. He's like, what is this guy's deal? First of all, <laughs> he doesn't know why he's so slippery. Yep. <laughs> he's like, this is a boring job where I just have to follow you around everywhere and now you are leaving for some reason. So, so yeah. For it's me, crazy. it actually may be when uh, when Jackie Chan goes to the consulate and he makes an ass of all the FBI agents. Oh, uh, yeah, he beats the shit out of them. Yeah, oh, like, right. but like in, like in just in, in just like the, the nicest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he pulls like dude's he pulls his belt off and his pants are dropped like like right. all of that it was like it was it was just so cool and it's yeah. like and these guys are supposed to do the best and he's just like yeah you guys are nothing you it's because they they don't they don't know kung fu they don't know any exactly. of the martial arts yep. that he knows exactly yep. and he knows that they don't know it yeah that's it's, it is really good he has he's attached to a steering wheel i think at that time and yes, he still yeah. manages to beat them up that's it what- is good that's why, like, I enjoy, like, uh, the films that have, like, the standoffs where, like, they both equally know, like, they've clearly been trained in martial arts or what have you. Because then it's like, oh, who's going to win? You know, because they're mm-hmm. equally matched. Whereas in this is, like, constantly, Chris Tucker was clearly, um, like, um, you know, overmatched. What is it? Is outmatched. It outmatched. There we go. Words. Mm-hmm. They're, tra- they're challenging. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he was constantly getting his ass whooped until Lee pop in. He was overmatchified. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's funny if you are aware of that trope that you see different villains uh, face off and you're like, oh, the big the big hero has to take down the big dog. So if you see the big dog against like a junior character, you're like, oh, that's oh you know what's die. coming. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what's coming. Sorry, but you can't be the hero. So you got to go. <laughs> But. Unless they do the fake out where where the junior hero is about to die, and then the and then the big hero comes in, he's just like, "No, I got him." And then now right. you get you get a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. exactly. I mean, or you think he killed him, and then he comes back later at the end, <laughs> like he's in the ambulance, and they're like, "Oh, we almost thought we lost you." I mean, it would have yeah. been cool if Tom Wilkinson randomly knew how to fight. That'd be no. fun. Like if you just yeah, started... he's supposed to be intimidating. I yeah. don't like when they cast mob bosses and you don't know why they're so scary. You know, you mm-hmm. get that they're evil, but you don't know what what clout they have. Like even the Godfather, Marlon Brando at that age, it's like, well, what was this guy got? And that's why they well, had to make Godfather yeah. money. Show how he came up. Yeah, because he was he was walking on roofs, stalking people and shooting them and shit. I was like, oh, that's why you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that cool as a cucumber too. He was walking across rooftops. 
and they chose De Niro to play him. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yep. this guy knows his stuff. Yep. Randall, did y'all hear about uh, Adam Driver might play a younger De Niro in a uh, Heat Two, which is going to be both a prequel and sequel to the original? Ooh, who do you want to cast as the young Pacino? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? If Adam Jason Driver Schwarzman. is De Niro. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> so on top of that, he's also like four yes. feet taller than him. <laughs> like, what's going on here? No, it's all wrong. He's yeah, the wrong yeah. age. It's he's weird. the wrong height. Who would be the next De Niro right now? Uh, now, nah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's too old and too likable. Like, yes. who, yep. who do we have that is like... Oh, you know what? Is it the Spider-Man kid that's British? Would Tom Holland? Him? Tom Holland? I wouldn't Tom say Holland. he's edgy he enough like... to play De- be De Niro, though. I yeah. feel like he's gunning for an Oscar role. He wants to have edge. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. Eddie Regmain. They're just, they're just trying. No, Timothy. Timothée Chalamet. That guy. He's too pretty. Timothée Chalamet. He's too pretty. Oh. What He'll about the, uh, the cat from uh, the... Oh, my God. Ah, oh, shit. The British guys. The British guys. Uh, cool. Fuck. Not, not 007. The Superman guy? Henry Cavill? No, no, fuck. Ah, uh, shit. The he, British he, guy. he just no, he just did Rocket Man. Oh, uh, Taron oh, Egerton. Yeah. Oh, I don't know him. But, but he doesn't yes, look like De Niro, so. though. But I mean, oh, yeah, but I get, I get. But like, Adam De, Driver does. De Niro esque, yeah. like I can see that a little De Niro-esque, bit. De Niro esque. He just had a I, I unique run. No one's ever going to be able to replicate the De Niro run. It's the same with Denzel. You're right. It's like yeah. no one's going to ever be able to replicate like that because there's very few actors where you're like just say last names, right? It's like. You know, uh, it's like Davis, uh, De Niro, uh, Smith, Washington. Like, there's key actors that you can just say their last name and you know who you're talking about. True. Brando. True. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dustin Hoffman, I just noticed, is in a movie with featuring his actual son, and his son looks more like him than, like, an impersonator would look like. I'm like, you just are the same person. It's so weird. Mm. He doesn't have the voice, though. But he, I mean, that's like probably the Jonah Hill's best. voice plus yeah. Dustin Hoffman's body. Oh, oh no, that's, <laughs> oh, that's you know those man. kids, the celebrity kids that are raised in California. They just yeah, sound, yeah. you know, yeah, too cool yeah, for school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not a good look. <laughs> that's not a good <laughs> anyway, look. Anyway, so uh, before we let get me to... stop cracking on people, I actually hope to work with somehow. <laughs> before we get to our uh, official ratings of Rush Hour, we did get some Patriot thoughts. And folks, remember if you sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash mediapocalypse, you're guaranteed to have your thoughts and mini reviews read on our future episodes. Uh, Sean T wrote a comedy classic, flat out, all caps. Uh, CJ Jones wrote, "It's comic go, so quotable lines, some so many quotable lines. Stores, yes. stores was funny, but kind of believable. Love it. Okay, like I said, everybody, English is hard." Uh, Sid Tobias <laughs> wrote a true action comedy classic. I quote lines from this movie and the sequel all the time, and I don't even notice it. LOL. Who you think you kidnapped? Chelsea Clinton. Laughing emojis. <laughs> Two fucking legends killing it. Chan and Tucker. I really hope the rumor fourth movie sticks to the vibe of the Rush Hour one and two. Yeah, there there yeah. has been a long rumor fourth one, but I don't see how they could do it because Jackie can't do these stunts anymore. Yes, he can. Did you well, not see Stallone when he did the foreigner box? But he was in Creed. I think you can do that. You can bring back the legends. You just need some kind of like supplement for the action part. Like mm. you need the next whomever. Yeah, the next generation want... coming. Yeah, yeah but, but you also want Jackie Chan. I um shoot, what was I gonna say? Dang. Hate when I do that. I do that in person a lot, but I shouldn't do it on podcasts. <laughs> I bring up. <laughs> I wanted to say something. Oh well, don't have it. I'll come back with it. I do have some interesting trivia because we talked about uh, black comedians earlier. So uh, according to UBS research, Martin Lawrence was the original choice for Carter, and Eddie Murphy was offered a role Carter, but turned it down to make Holy Man instead. 
Ooh, boy. Ooh, uh, look. And Dave Chappelle. That was his era of making very strange. Yeah, yeah that was an odd Film. thing. But Dave Chappelle, Will Smith, and Tupac Shakur were all considered for the role of Carter. Great. I will like all of them in there. I mean, Chris Tucker knocked it out of the park, but yes. I would have watched it with all those guys. <laughs> but it, Tupac would have been different. <laughs> Tupac would have been. <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> I only well, remember LA him from Poetic Justice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's very L.A. Oh, nah, shoot. I have so many different things that I want to say about it, but it's like we've gone away from that moment. One was in the showdown where Chris Tucker has this line. He's It's a callback to when the blonde-haired thug says, he throws a rag on me, oh, yeah, wipe yeah. your face, you're bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Chris Tucker beats him up at the end of the film and says, wipe your face, you did. And yeah. I thought, does that get a laugh in the theater? Because I really would have liked him to say, you're bleeding. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, you know what? Brandon Actually, disagrees. So I don't think I don't think that they were really going for a laugh. I think he was just that was just his get back because he didn't beat him up. He just shot. Right. 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 You know, so now that's his like, you know, slick. Like, I got you. This is like wife self. Oh, you did. You, you know did. what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, that's yeah. Supposed to be his big end cap is like, I got you, motherfucker. But, Ooh. you know, but it, yeah, it's, it is kind of a weird line. If you really yeah, think. for the record, that man tried to draw on him. They both put their guns down, mm-hmm. but then the thug had a surprise gun, but yep. then Chris Tucker was even faster. Exactly. exactly. It was a quick Which draw. also, so uh, I, I guess, you know, we're also meant to believe it's like, it's like, so he's like, oh, put you know, fight me like a man, whatever. I realized that we actually never saw the thug actually fight himself. He's always bombing, shooting people, running and things like that. Oh. So we didn't necessarily knew if he could actually fight. Did he know mm. martial arts? That's one thing we don't know. Right. So in my he mind, watching that movie, I was just like, oh, Chris Tucker is about to get that ass whooped. He's going to have to shoot this guy. Yeah. But then after a while, I started was like, wait a second. <laughs> he may be actually able to take this guy because <laughs> we don't know if this guy can necessarily fight. Yeah, he's just been shooting people the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin, break down our rating system, baby. Great point. Stop calling me baby, Brandon. So uh, we rate <laughs> these movies bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL for the exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. Ooh, we pile wait. piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. Thank wow, you. Wow, uh, just Morgan. like a real movie. <laughs> so we sat it's down and we watched the 1998 film Rush Hour, starring Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, mm-hmm. Tom Wilkinson, and a slew of other uh, great actors and also you know, Elizabeth Pena, who is no longer with us. So, Abby, uh, what say you? I wouldn't be a woman in 2023 if I did not point this out. This is the thing I wanted to get back to. He flirts with his colleague, Chris Tucker's mm. character, flirts with Elizabeth mm. Pena's character, and it is essentially sexual harassment. She oh, never invites it. 100%. Yep. <laughs> she, she doesn't want it. She yep. rebuffs it every time. So that's the one thing that doesn't hold up. Everything else I feel like in the film if you can guess, also get past like the cultural differences, because I even think those are those can be justified as not just comedy, but like uh, cultural differences. You know, like I don't yeah. know you, but now I love you. So I'm gonna give it. Gosh, it's so close to being an XL, except for the sexual harassment. So I'm gonna mm. go with a, a large popcorn because it still oh, it still fair. holds up. Fair enough. Yeah, it really does, Brandon. Yeah, I, I I was thinking the same thing, Abby, with like the treatment towards Elizabeth Pena's character. Um, luckily, it doesn't go too over the top, like the way that some 90s movies did, because that shit is, is gnarly in some movies. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I am going to give this an XL just because I was laughing constantly. And for this to be <laughs> made in 1998 
and still had me kind of belly laughing and really enjoying myself, that means that there's, there's like a timeless element to this movie, which is really cool. That's um, a great point. Yeah. And I have to amend a statement before you give your popcorn again or before we get on to Justin. Uh, not the curtain fall. The part I laughed at the most is when they are both coming out of the Chinese restaurant down the stairs. They are like joined by a chair or something. Oh, yep, yep. And, mm-hmm. and it just goes down the stairs. I, I laughed out loud. And, and I'm, it's hard to get me to laugh out loud at a film. I, I can appreciate the film the whole way through and just chuckle quietly to myself. But that one, they got me. All right, sorry. Back to you. Oh, my nuts. I'm going to kill you. Yep. <laughs> um, Justin, so what's your rating, baby? Stop calling me baby, Brandon. I'm never going to not say it. Uh, so I'm also going to give this a large. Like this, again, this movie, it just holds up. And like one of my other favorite scenes is when he has the argument with the random, uh, you know, Chinese guy in Chinatown. Oh, the punk bitch. Yeah. The punk yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good that he knows the lingo. <laughs> Why give me this box of grease? <laughs> but then he starts asking for fried chicken and shit. I'm just like, oh, God. I mean, there are some things which are very stereotypical, but like the way they played it. And also it's 1998. And, you know. You know, it is what it is, mm-hmm. um, but like it, it just still holds up. And like watching this film, like I, I, I just had a really good time. I had a really good time and it, you know, really put me back to the good old days. Oh, yes. Well, I, I took that moment when he asked for like fried chicken or spare ribs. Like that's part of Americanized Chinese food. You know, yeah, like true. you get chicken exactly. wings and you get the ribs. So I think I took it as like, this is the authentic one. It's served yep. with eel. And so yep. Jackie Chan's like, let me show you how we really do it. And yeah. then he ended up liking it. Camel's so I thought hump. that was really cute. Yeah. Camel's hump. Oh, geez. <laughs> Abby, thank you so much for joining us to talk Thanks about Rush Hour. Me. Please tell the people how they can follow you and keep up with what you're doing. If you liked hearing my voice, you can hear it some more on my own podcast called The Kid Is In School. My husband, Luke Thayer, and I, he's also a comedian, talk and have fun and goof off just the way these guys do because our kid's in school. She's five and she's away, <laughs> and so we play. And I will be performing live wherever. You can follow me on Twitter at Curly Comedy or Instagram at Curly Comedy to find out when my next shows are. And if you live in New York, that's probably where you're going to see me. Nice. Please check out everything Abby does. She's so funny. And uh, uh, people loved you on Drunk Black History when you did our virtual show. So, Oh, that's uh, great yeah, to hear. Thank yeah. you. So, um, A lot of our fans from Media Pocket, and they like that stuff, too. Um, <laughs> just how can people follow you, bro? As well as uh, yeah. support the show financially if they choose to. Guys, you can follow me at Jay Brown. Did it on all the socials. Mm-hmm. But if you want to support this show, you want to give back to us, which then goes back to you anyways, mm-hmm. you got to go to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages on all there. The packages. Guys, if you are back at logs, they go on Patreon. Bonus episodes on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Those, those small little mini shows, The Rant, What Am I Watching, Tati's Take, on Patreon. Yeah. Patreon is where you need to be. Guys, again, that is patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Leave us a voicemail, 347-508-0978. That's right. You know you can follow me at American Collins on all the social media platforms, AmericanCollins.com, for tickets for my shows, including Drunk Black History, the Juneteenth Brunch Show on Sunday, June 18th. Uh, we have in-person and virtual tickets, so get those as soon as possible because they will sell out probably. Uh, and then Comedy Outliers, a stand-up comedy show that I do with Mike Brown, is coming back for a short time in Brooklyn, New York, so you can get tickets there at AmericanCollins.com. Come see me live, laugh at me, tell me what songs <laughs> I need to listen to and mess with the lyrics for. 
Um, and be on the lookout for uh, Abby and I's new podcast called Botch Lyrics. Botch <laughs> Lyrics. You guys are so funny. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing the show. And, folks, we'll talk to you soon. Hope everything's safe on your end. And be careful out there, y'all, because people be abducting kids and shit on <laughs> motorbikes. It's Jesus wild. Christ. Leave the kids really? alone. You just couldn't leave the kids alone, could you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trick love the kids. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo. You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So 